this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true and living God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Get to know more of God's word and wisdom for your life as you listen to Pastor Elliot Nee Lante Lante. Now, here's today's message. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. God, Richard, bless you. Thank you for joining us today. Today, can I say I'm sitting down. <laughs> I'm on a new chair. Hallelujah. I feel like this message needs a sitting down. We need to come to a round table. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm taking a round table today. Yeah, you can zoom in a bit. I think I'm a bit too far. Wow. Hallelujah. So um, you, you are sure that I will not sit down forever. You can, you can be sure I will stand up at a certain point. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So let's, um, let's get into God's word. Today's um, text is very, very serious. I feel like it really lays a big foundation for the rest of what we'll be looking at in Philippians. And um, we thank our brother uh, Albert last week for that wonderful job introducing us to this big topic. Um, God richly bless you. Um, so let's go to Philippians. Let's go there. Philippians chapter chapter 1. So we are in. Hallelujah. I'm glad we are all together again. I think with time we will begin to get together gradually, gradually. Philippians chapter 1. We thank you, Father. Philippians 1 um, from the verse 27. It says from the verse 27. It says, whatever happens, conduct yourselves as, whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in one spirit, contending as one man for the faith of the gospel. Hallelujah without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you. This is a sign to them that they will be destroyed, and that, but that you will be saved, and that's by God. For it, is, for it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for him, since you are going through the same struggle you saw I had, and now hear that I still have. So the verse uh, 1 of chapter 2 it says, verse 1 of chapter 2, it says, For you have, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, um, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and purpose. Hallelujah. Amen. We'll leave it at the verse 2 today. And uh, we'll be taking it together. Amen. I want to talk to you today about being a child of God. Are you a child of God? Am I a child of God? Today is the day of auto-examination. We have to examine ourselves uh, and, and come to a conclusion whether are we really children of God? Am I a child of God? Am I a child of God? Ask somebody, are you a child of God? Ask another person, am I a child of God? When you see me, do you see me? 
Am I a child of God? Do, you, do I look like a child of God to you? Hallelujah. Amen. You can be born in a house and you can be living in a house. Um, but if you are not a child of the house, I mean, you can be, you can maybe have lived in that house the whole of your life, but it doesn't mean that you are a child of the house if you are not coming from the father and the mother. I think some of us have lived in such houses. Sometimes they help you by knowing that you are not a child of the house. When somebody comes around there, they are looking for the children, they don't call you. Or when they are sharing their food, they don't, mm, the food is shared in a certain way. When there are nice things in the house, you are not included. Hallelujah. And, and, and if there's anything, any land, any uh, building, whatever, to share, any property, any inheritance, you know that you are not part. But you are living in the house, you are there. It doesn't make you a child of the house. Hallelujah. So the fact that you come to church, the fact that you flow among Christians and all that, it's probably not also a sign that you are a child of God. And it's time for us to determine and find out for ourselves whether am I really a child of God? Am I a child of God? In the name of Jesus. Father, help us as we come to the text today. Help us, Lord Jesus. Oh, speak to our hearts, Lord. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray that you use me, have mercy on me, use me as a vessel. Lord, may we come to a firm conclusion. And may we walk according to your will. May we walk according to what your word says. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's, let's begin to look at um, Matthew chapter 7. These are fascinating um, texts in the Bible. Fascinating texts in the Bible. Yeah, Manager John, you can come. Yeah, he wants to leave. Manager John, join us today. Very, very beautiful. We are so glad. With nine skills on the... On the, on the drums. Okay. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. You can put that for me. I, like, I, th I think today I'll be using the NLT, the New Living Translation. It puts things in a very nice way. So please follow me. Take a seat. Take your drink. Whatever we are going to find out today. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. The next verse. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Huh? The next verse. Are you there? Sharon is behind the, the screen and we have to give her some grace. <laughs> Matthew 7. Matthew chapter 7. Give Sharon a high five. Yeah. Keep encouraging her. She's coming. Matthew chapter 7. Okay, so I'll read. I'm sure you all have your Bibles. Uh -huh. Not all who's... Uh -huh. The NLT. I like it. I like it. I like the NLT. It puts things in a very nice way. And then the good news also. But today I'll just be on the, N the NLT. Not all people who sound religious. <laughs> Hallelujah. Not all people who sound religious. I mean, you have all the religious jargons. You know how to talk religiously. You have all the spiritual, you know, lookings and the anointed, you know, man and woman of God. And, you know, um, you know, we have a lot of jargons in the, in the, Christ, in the church. And we say a lot of things. Um, sometimes when you go outside, you, you are talking to them and then you realize they don't understand what you're saying. Because you, it's, it's, a, it's what you use in church. And so sound religious. Not everyone who sounds religious 
uh, is, uh, are really godly. They may refer to me as Lord. They may refer to me as Lord. But they still won't enter the kingdom of heaven. The decisive issue is whether they obey my Father in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh -huh. On the judgment day, many will tell me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name. Cast out demons in your name. Perform miracles. This is, this is the most confusing part of the issue. Because we can see that it looks like, because normally we, we attribute these things to men of God. We say, oh, these are men of God who do it. But in the Bible, God wants everybody to be doing these things. Uh, so he says, on the day of judgment, some will tell me, ah, we prophesied in your name. Cast out demons in your name. Perform many miracles in your name. The next verse. The next verse. But I reply, I never knew you. Go away. The things you did were unauthorized. The things you did were unauthorized. The things you did were unauthorized. Can you see this? Can you see this? Go away for the things you did were unauthorized. So, so, so there is that part. There is that feeling in the Bible that some of us will get, I pray, in the name of Jesus. All those under the sound of my voice. That this will not happen to us. Hallelujah. But it, there's that feeling that you might get to, the, to, the, to heaven. You might get there. You might get before Jesus. Or Jesus will appear and, and, and as, if, as if you are not part of the household. You are not there. A very funny, a very funny scenario. A very, very funny scenario in, in John chapter 8. Go with me to John chapter 8 very quickly. John 8 verse 34. John chapter 8 verse 34. I love it. I love it. I hope you are sitting down carefully because today... We are sitting down carefully and looking at things. John 8, verse 34. Hallelujah. Ooh. Let, me, let me start from the verse 31. John 8, verse 31. John 8, verse 31. Or maybe the verse 33. Let me start from verse 33. Jesus was telling them about the son. And they are like, okay, we are also sons of Abraham. We know what we are talking about. But, but very, very funny. Look, in the NLT again. But, but we are descendants of Abraham, they said. We have never been slaves to anyone on earth. What do you mean? Set us free? <laughs> Jesus says, he who the son sets free is free indeed. They are like, no, no, what do you mean? We are not slaves. We are not slaves. No, no, no. Jesus replied, I assure you that anyone who sins is a slave of, of sin. The next verse. A slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is, a, is part of the family forever. Hallelujah. Some of us have traveled. We are here. We are there. We are not in the family, but we are part of the family. There's somebody who is presently taking your place. You may be using your bed, maybe using your room, somebody using your suitcases and everything. The person feels like I'm part, but the person is not really a part of the family. Uh-huh. So if the son sets you free, you will indeed be free. The next verse. I'm telling you what I... Uh, yes, I realized that you are descendants of Abraham. And yet some of you are trying to kill me because my message does not find a place in your hearts. The next verse. Uh -huh. I'm telling you what I saw when I was with my father. But you, have, but you are following the advice of your father. So it's like, Jesus is saying, I have my father. I'm telling you what I saw with my father. And they are also saying, you know what? Uh, we have our father. Father is Abraham. So they thought that their father is Abraham, but actually Jesus is telling them, your father is not Abraham. You have your father. 
<laughs> you have a different father. I don't know whether you felt like somebody was your father and then later they came to tell you, oh, the, there was another father. This, I don't know how it feels like to be there. There was a sister who was, who was with us at a, at a point. She, um, she came and she, she came to tell me, do you know what? I just saw somebody on Facebook with my name. The same name. It's like, I've never seen this person before. So she asked, she asked if the person sent her friend's request, so she accepted. And finally, she began to chat with the person. So who is your father? Because this name you are having, this, this Lamte is very, it's a bit common, so you can have quite a number. But her name was quite something, that quite something. And, um, and when she asked the person, who is your father? He said, my father is this person. Ah, are you sure? Where is this person? The person is here. And her father is also there, the same place. So she became confused, like, where is my father? Like, which father are you? Is it the same father? I said, yeah. But we never saw you. <laughs> so one day she sent the name to the father and called the father and said, I've seen somebody with this name. The person says, the person knows you. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is my son too. He's also part of the family. <laughs> They've never seen the person. They don't even know. The mother is not even aware. <laughs> Amazing. May the Lord forgive us. Amen. Forgive, forgive. All the men, Father, forgive. The men, when we are praying, let's pray. Let's pray that we'll be forgiven. The next verse, let's go. The next verse. So they are saying, Abraham is our father, but Jesus is trying to say, no, 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 no. He's not your father. Our father is Abraham, they declared no, Jesus replied, for it is, for if, if you were children of Abraham, you would follow his good example. This is Jesus' drawing, is, is coming to a point here. If you were the children of Abraham, you would follow his example. Uh -huh. I tell you the truth, I heard from God, but you are trying to kill me. Abraham would not do a thing like that. The next verse. No, you are obeying your real father, your real father. When you act like that, when you act that way, you are obeying your real father. They replied, we are not born out of wedlock. Our true father is God himself. Aha, uh -huh, this is a problem. They said their true father is who? Is God himself. Jesus is about to shock them. Let's go. Jesus is about to shock them. The verse 43. Verse 43. Let's go. Uh, or we are in verse 42. Go. Verse 42. Are we in 42? Okay, let's go. Jesus told them, if God were your father, you would love me. Because I have come to you from God. I'm not here on my own, but he sent me. The next verse. The next verse. Why can't you understand what I'm saying? It is because you are unable to do so. You can't even understand. And the next verse 44 is a shocking verse. For you are the children of your father, the devil. I think here they just, they just lost it. Our main father, our real father is God. No, no, no. Jesus said, no, no. Your real father is not God. Your real father is the devil. And you love to do the evil things he does. He was a murderer from the beginning. And has always hated the truth. There is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character. For he is a liar and a father of lies. Hey, father. So who is your father? When we are praying, our Father who art in heaven, are we all praying to the same person? Hallelujah. It could be, you could be thinking that ah, we are, but maybe it is not so. And if it is so, there are signs that are required of us to show. Jesus was telling them exactly the same thing. He was telling them, if, Jesus, if God were your Father, you would show forth a certain sign. And if God is not your father, you will show forth the other sign. And the signs you are showing is showing that God is not your father. The, the devil is your father. And they were shocked. They were so shocked. What do you mean? 
Ah, the verse 45. So when I tell you, you just naturally don't believe me. Which of you can truly accuse me of sin? Since I'm telling you the truth. Why don't you believe me? Anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God. But you don't listen because you don't belong to God. See, this is so, this is so serious. Because when Jesus will come, he's coming for his children. He's not coming for any other thing. And you know, we have to stop presuming. We have to stop assuming that we really are. Maybe we are not. And if we really are, we have to be showing forth that we really are. I am a child of God. Hallelujah. I have to show that I'm a child of God. Because if our signs, if our actions show differently, then it could mean that probably, maybe, we are not his, his children. This is serious. How much more can it be that you come to church, you do this, you do that, and probably you are not a child of God. It's a very serious issue. Hallelujah. We live in a world where we presume, we presume so many things. We presume that we are saved. Some of us presume that we can sing. Hey! You presume you can sing. When you take the mic, God alone knows. The angels receive your voice with gladness. Ha! Hallelujah. I'm not, I'm not talking about those who, are, those who are trying to. <laughs> but sometimes we presume. We presume we can do it. I get it. You presume you can cook. You, you just, you, uh, uh, you, you, you think you can cook. I mean, you, uh, you think you can. Ask your brother, ask your sister, can you cook? Brother, sister, can you cook? You think you can do the soup. You, 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 you see, like, it comes to you naturally until you do it. When you do it and people taste it, uh -huh. and we live in a world where it is very difficult, it's very, very difficult to criticize ourselves. It's very, very difficult. It's very difficult to criticize yourself, to tell yourself, to, you know, this soup is not nice. There's no salt in it. Ah, there's, there's no, it's, it's, something is missing. Hallelujah. You, 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 you think you can do the bread. You cannot. When you do the bread, the bread falls flat like this. Boom. It's, it's flat. <laughs> it's for Holy Communion. It's the one that Jesus did on the, on the cross for us. You presume you can do the cake. Me, I won't even try that one because I've not tried it so far. You presume you can do it. You see, like, you, like we live in a world where we always think we can do it. We can do it. We can do it. But it's time we begin to take, check ourselves. Can you really, really? It's very, very difficult. I don't know whether I'm... Where. Auto, auto criticism. And sometimes to receive the criticism from others. They could not receive what Jesus was talking about. They couldn't, now. They just presume. Because we are born here, because we are fathers. Jesus said, no, you are not really, really his father. You are not his. Your real father is somebody else. And we live in a world where it is difficult to tell somebody the truth. It is so difficult. It's very difficult today. People don't like to hear the truth. We don't like to hear it. Hallelujah. We, we like to feel all inclusive. Everybody's fine. The person is not singing well, but you know, all inclusive, you know, fine. Let's, let's, uh, we, we can't really tell you that your food is not nice. We can't, we can't really tell you that, you know. Um, we can't, we can't, we can't tell you that you are smelling. We can't tell you that your odor is giving us a certain, a certain interest, a negative interest. It's hard. It's hard to tell somebody your socks smell. Sister, put back your shoe. Brother, put back your shoe. Your socks has a, a, a. It's hard. No, we're living in a time. It's hard. 
It's hard to tell somebody, Charlie, your looks are somehow. If you change the painting on your face and you did another one, it should be better. It's very, very hard. It's hard. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Uh, we just presume that we'll be good wives and good husbands. We just presume, is it, you think that because you are a, a man or because you're a woman that you automatically be a good husband and a good wife? It has been shocking for us to realize that is not true. Because you think that you, because you naturally love your husband, it is not true. Bible says that it is not true. It says the older women should teach the younger women how to love their husbands. It means that you don't know. You do not know. And the younger men should learn also how to love. You don't know. You presume that you can do the relationship. You cannot. That is why you've been trying. One, two, three. You're on the third guy now. Maybe you're moving to the fourth one. You are presuming that you can. You cannot. No, you just cannot. And it's better you accept it. Every time it is somebody else's fault. It's that girl's fault. That is why I... And it's also the other one. And it's this other one. And it's this other one. They are all fault except you. You are the only good person. Hey. It is the professor. Every time it's the professor. Every time it's the professor. I think 90% of the time, when people say they have a problem, I think it is them. One day, I wrote an exam. In my, in my whatever year, I wrote an exam. I was expecting a very good mark. And um, it was management and account, accounting and whatever. So we wrote it and we finished and the results came. Ah, ah. Eh, 9.5, God. Where did it come from? So I went back. I wrote, you know, I've, I think that was the first uh, reclamation, whatever. Yes, I want to check the papers again. And we wrote it. We went to see the prof. The prof brought the papers out. I was amazed. We drew a graph. And the graph had like six points or something. And um, I was supposed to put the, the figure this way. So I put it. But I didn't put the flesh. I didn't put the sign. He said, he didn't put the sign. It all doesn't mean anything. So he just canceled it. Yeah. That, from that day, I said, no, you know what? It's better not to go. <laughs> it's better to just think that you are the problem. Most times we think it's a professor, it's a professor, it's wrong. You know, it's, it is you. So we live in a world where we always think, we think far better of ourselves than the other person. We think far better of ourselves than the other person. We, we, but sometimes you have to come to, you, to yourself and, and, and come to the mirror of the word of God and find out, are you really, 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 really? Are we really? And I think that is what the Holy Spirit is inviting us to. He's inviting us to this table of examining ourselves to see, are we really, really? Really, children of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? Are you ready? Should we check now? Should we check? Should we find out? Ask your brother or sister. Should we find out whether we are children of God? Let's 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 find out. Let's let's get into the mirror now and find out how we are really looking. Somebody does not need to tell us. Amen. So first John chapter 3. First John chapter 3, very quickly. First John chapter 3, verse 10. First John 3, verse 10. Thank you, Father. God is helping us greatly. 1 John 3, verse 10. Let me start from the verse 7. 1 John 3, verse 7. I love this. Father, you are helping us. Dear children, don't let anyone deceive you about this. When people do what is right, it shows, it shows, please, if it's your Bible, just mark it. It shows. When people do what is right, it shows. It is not what makes them. No, no, no. It just shows 
Let's get the difference. Let's get the difference. Very, very clear. It says, when people do what is right, it what? It shows. It shows. It shows. It doesn't make them. No. That is not Christianity. Christianity is not, I am doing what is right to be a Christian or to be a child of God. No, no, no. I do what is right and what I do shows. It shows that they are righteous. Even as Christ is righteous. Hallelujah. So you are righteous. You are righteous and your actions show. Your actions show that you are righteous. The verse 8. But when people keep on sinning, it shows that they belong to diabolos. They belong to the devil. When people keep on sinning, it shows. You see, I get it. I get it. Christianity is not I do what is right and then I be, no 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 it's not all world religions are like that they are like you do what is right for you to be counted righteous no 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 we are righteous and what we do shows it shows it shows what we do shows it shows that we are righteous and we belong to Christ who has been sinning since the beginning they belong to the devil who has been sinning since the beginning but the son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. Those who have been born into God's family do not make a practice of sinning. Those who have been what? Those who have been born. Those who have been born into God's family. We are born into God's family. Hallelujah. Amen. Do not make a practice of sinning. Why? Because God's life God's life is in them. God's life is in them. The life of God is inside of you. Hallelujah. This is so crucial. It is crucial, brothers and sisters, for us to hear this. Because we are not just there. We have the life of God in us. Now, when Bible is using life, it's not using, it's not life. It's not like we are life. It's not this life. There are three words in the Greek when it's using life. It has bios, it has zoe, and it has um, the, this emotional life. And so when he's talking about the life of God, he's talking about the Zoe. You see, like you have the life of God. The fact that you are alive now, it means that you have the animal, the biological life. It's called bios. Bios. So the life of God is talking about here is the life of God himself. The life that God himself has placed inside of you. Now, when a child is born, the child has the life, the, the bios. It has the, the child. It has the animal life. Hallelujah. And, and God... God allows the parents to give that life to, to the child, to the whatever, to, um, to the baby, to that egg. God places his, his bios in that, in that small egg that is fertilized. There are many eggs that fertilize that don't have it. But if they fertilize and God places it in there, then they have it. He says, as the, he says in the same way in the bios, it's the same way in the spiritual life. When you are born again and you are placed into that family, so there, there, there are many things here. We are, born, we are born into a family. But before we are born into a family, God places his life inside of us. I have the life of God. Hallelujah. Tell somebody I have the life of God. Shout it while I have the life of God. I have the life of God. Because God's life is in me. Tell somebody. Because God's life is in me. Hallelujah. He says God's life is in them. God's life is in them. 
So that is where Christianity starts from. Somebody asked me, where does Christianity start from? What makes me a Christian? What makes you a Christian, first of all, is that God plays his life inside of you. That is what begins your Christian journey. Not what you do. It's the life of God, first of all. Hallelujah. So they can't keep on sinning. You see, that life that is inside of, is inside of us cannot allow us to keep on sinning. It can't keep on sinning. Hallelujah. Because they are children of God. In fact, other versions says they have the seed of God inside of them. The seed of God. Because they are children of God. So now, the verse 10. I love this one. Verse 10. Verse 10. He says, so now, we can tell who, who are children of God and who are children of the devil. Huh. Hallelujah. We can tell who are what? Children of God and children of what? Of the devil. We can tell. Do you want to know how we can tell? He says we can tell who are children of God and children of, of the devil. How can we tell? How can we tell? Oh, Father. He says, anyone who does not live righteously and does not love other believers does not belong to God. Two things. Two things. Very, very important. Please note it. Very, very important. Two things. Anyone who does not live well, righteously. He doesn't live righteously. How would he live righteously? It's because the life of God is inside of him. Two things. Two things. Two things. Two things. Anyone who does not live righteously and does not love other believers, love is a sign. Love. Love is a sign. Hallelujah. Amen. Love is a sign. We come to our text. We come to the marvelous text we are reading. So you see, I have... Somebody should stand here. So you see, I have what? I have the life of God. Is that so? I have the life of God inside of me. And then what else? I live out the life of God. By what? By loving others and being righteous. First of all, I have the life of God inside of me. I have the life of God inside of me. Now let's go very quickly. Go back with me to 1 John. 1 John chapter 1. I love this. 1 John 1 verse 5. 1 John 1 verse 5. This is the message we have, we ha he has given us to announce to you. God is light and there is no darkness in him at all. Uh-huh. So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God. Uh-huh. The first thing. If we say we have what? Fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not living in the truth. In fact, my version says, we are not practicing the truth. We are not practicing the truth. What does it mean? It means that the Christian has two lives. The Christian has an inner life, fellowship with God, and then he has what? An outer life. It's the same way he has the life of God in him, and at the same way he lives righteously, and he loves the brothers. There are two things. Two things. Tell, please say with me, there are two things. Please say with me, there are two things. The first one is the life inside of me. The life inside of me is the life, uh, is the life of communion with God. 
Hallelujah. And then the second one is a life out of me. Two things. The Christian has two signs. There has to be two big signs of your life. An inner life and an outer life. An inner life and an outer life. He says, then if you are not living it out, then you are not being truthful. You are not practicing. You are not practicing the truth. Hallelujah. Amen. Practicing the truth. I'm not practicing the truth. I am lying. I'm lying about who really I am. Hallelujah. I am righteous. So what do I do? I practice what? Righteousness. If I am not practicing righteousness, it says I am what? I am lying. I am not living the truth. I am not living the truth. I have joy. So I what? I practice what? Joy. The joy of the Lord is in you. And the Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. So what happens? What happens? I, I smile. I talk. I laugh. I, I enjoy people. Why? Because I have the life of God inside of me. I have joy. I have peace. You can't wake up in the morning and say, I don't have peace. No, you are lying. Bible says you are the one lying. Because the peace of God is inside of you. Hallelujah. Oh, I don't have joy this morning. No, 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 no. You are lying. Tell somebody you are lying. You are lying. You are lying this morning when we're dancing. You are lying. I don't, I don't feel like dancing this morning. I, I... No, no, no. No, you are lying. Why? Because what is true? One day somebody anointed me. I, yeah. I'm a human being. <laughs> and the person anointed me. And the person asked me, the person said, I love you. And I told the person, I also love you. Then right after I said that, my head said, where is the love coming from? It's not true. <laughs> no, it's not true. Then I, then I remembered, no, 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 it's true. Although, although in my emotions, I don't feel love, I feel anger, I feel like doing something else. But, but, but it's true. Inside of me is the love of God inside of me. Because the life of God is inside of me. Hallelujah. So the life we are living, what we are calling, we are being true. You see, sometimes when you are angry, say, let me, let me tell you the truth. It is not true. Let me blast it to you. Let me, if, if, I, don't feel, I don't think I can sleep with this thing if I don't really tell you the truth. No, it is not true. I, I don't think I can sleep with this thing. I have to tell you. So, so, so you have to say, and it's, I'm very frank, I'm very open, I tell you the truth. No, 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 no. You are not saying the truth. The real truth, where is the truth? The truth is where? Inside of you. You have joy, you have peace, you have calmness, you have patience. So you are rather being truthful when they make you angry by telling them, you know, I love you. You are being truthful when you say, I am, I am at peace with you. Hallelujah. Your emotions may not feel that way, but I'm telling you, you are being truthful. You are being truthful. What we have been told by the world that if you don't say it, you are lying to yourself. You are, you are minimizing your feelings. You, you, you are bottling it up. One day to bust out, it is a lie. Let, the, let what God has inside of you bust out, rather. That is what is more true. Tell somebody that is what is more true. Hallelujah. You have good health inside of you. Bible says that God purchased our health on the cross for us. So when you, when you are feeling sick and you say that I am healthy, what are you saying? You are saying the truth. Oh, I'm feeling sick. I'm my, I have a, this thing, whatever. My back, my head, my chest, my, <laughs> my legs everywhere, my eyes. Uh, tell the person you are lying, you are lying, you are lying. 
You are lying. You are lying. You are lying. You are lying. Hallelujah. I am well. I am doing well. Hallelujah. Oh, they say there's no money in your pocket. Oh, there's no money in your pocket. Is that so? I know some, some governments have not paid. And then you, they'll ask you, how are you doing? Say, Charlie, it's very dry. Tell the person you're a liar. You're a liar. It is not dry in the name of Jesus. Why? Because Bible says that God has more than enough for you. And that God is inside of you. His life is inside of you. Hallelujah. It says you are blessed in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing. You have everything. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you shout a louder amen? amen. Tell somebody I'm going to leave the truth from today. I'll leave the truth from today. Yes, from today I'll be truthful. Do you see that we are rather lying? We've been lying rather. Rather than we're trying to tell ourselves we are being truthful. No, no, no. Bible says you are lying. You are not practicing the truth. Because the truth is where? It's inside of you. And this brings us to our text. Philippians chapter 1. Let's go. Paul, Paul writes in a certain way that is fascinating. And, and I want you to know that it wasn't only... In all the four letters he wrote in prison, he wrote the same thing. We're going to read all of them very quickly. In all the four letters, he wrote the same thing. Very quickly. The verse 20, 27. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel. Are you getting it? The Lord is telling me, you know Elisha died? How many of you Elisha died? By being sick. That's what the Bible says. How many know Elisha died and he was sick and he died? But the Bible says that his bones, the bones of Elisha, they threw a dead man on his bones, on his tomb. And the power in, in Elisha's, Elisha's bones resurrected the guy. Yeah. So you say, oh, Elisha died. No, 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 it was a lie. There was still power in him. Hallelujah. Amen. He says in here, verse 27. Verse 27. Philippians 1, verse 27. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel. Conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel. Conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel. Philippians chapter 4. Philippians 4. Very quickly put that for us. 1 to 3. Philippians 4 verse 1 to 3. Very quickly. We'll see that Paul was talking about this everywhere. In all his letters. Dear brothers and sisters. I love you. And I long to see you. For you are my joy and the reward of my work. So please stay true to the Lord. My dear friends. The next verse. Oh, where are you? Ephesians chapter 4. I said Philippians. Forgive. Forgive. Ephesians chapter 4. Mercy. Forgive. Therefore, as prisoners, for, as a prisoner for serving the Lord. Paul, this is, this is Paul's um, introduction. This is how he calls himself. I'm a prisoner for serving the Lord. I beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling. It's the same phrase he uses here. Conduct yourselves worthy of the gospel. It's the same phrase in Philippians chapter 1 verse 20, 27. Here the first verse it tells, it tells us, live a life lead a life worthy of your calling for you have been called by God. Hallelujah. So lead a life worthy of your calling. 
Now go with me again to Colossians chapter 1 verse 10. Colossians 1 verse 10. Very quickly. Colossians 1 verse 10. Thank you, Jesus. Colossians 1 verse 10. Lead a life worthy of your calling. Colossians 1 verse 10. Put up for us. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord. You will continue to do good, kind things for others. And all the while, you will learn to know God better and better. The way you live, the way you live, the way you live. Hallelujah. The way you live. We'll always honor the Lord. Go with me to Philemon. These are the four letters he wrote when he was in prison. Philemon, chapter, Philemon 6. Philemon 6. Philemon 6. Very quickly. Philemon 6. Mr. Philemon. Philemon chapter six, um, 6. Sorry, there's no chapter there. One chapter. Philemon 6. Put up for us. We thank you, Father. Sister Sean is coming. It says, you are generous because of your faith. I'm praying that you would really put your generosity into work. Hallelujah. Put your generosity into work. For in so doing, you will come to an understanding of all the good things we can do for Christ Jesus. I want to read, let me read it in my own Philemon 6. I'll read it here for you. It says, and I'm praying that you would put into action, put into action, the generosity, put into action, put into action, hallelujah. Living out a life that is worthy of your calling is equal to putting into action. Putting into action. Letting your outward life match up with your inner life. Letting your outward life match up with your inner life. Write it down very quickly. Letting your outward life match up with your inner life. Letting your outward life match up with the inner realities inside of you. The inner realities inside of you. What God is doing. So he tells us this. And he tells us. He begins to dissect this issue in the chapter 2. In the chapter 2. Philippians. Let's go. Philippians 2 chapter 2 the verse 1 we're coming to our text now Philippians 2 verse 1 hallelujah he says what live out your word live out your word your inner realities live out your inner life let it be expressed that is what is that is what it means by working out or um, walking in a way worthy of your calling the chapter 2 verse 1 if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ if any comfort from his love hallelujah any fellowship together with the spirit are you tender are your heart tender and sympathetic compassionate very very lovely Paul is dealing with the issues here Paul is dealing with the issues here Paul is saying, you know what? This is the inner life. He says, if we have fellowship with him, he says, is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ? Any comfort from his love? Any fellowship together with the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? This is the sign, the inner sign of a Christian. 
this is the inner sign of a Christian. Paul is dealing with the inner issues. Very soon, as we go on, we'll be coming to the outer issues and how this is supposed to express itself on the outside. But today, we need to content ourselves with this one. This is what he's talking about. Is there any encouragement? This is a sign. Encouragement, comfort, fellowship with the Spirit of God. And this will make your heart tender and what? Compassionate. This is the sign of a Christian. No. The sign, a tender heart and a compassionate heart. You can see why Jesus was telling them, God is not your father. Because you can kill. You can lie. You are hard. Hard. And difficult. So there are things he's saying here. I remember the verse we like to read. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 14. It says, and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And what? And the love of God. And what else? And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. This is what makes your heart tender. The love of God. So the man who is born again, the man who has the life of God in him, is somebody who receives the grace of God. He receives the love of God. He receives fellowship from the Holy Spirit. This is a man born again. These are the signs. The inner signs. And if you don't have these inner signs, you cannot give it out. You cannot give it out. Hallelujah. Amen. Because when you are born again, Bible says that for ours, our hearts are replaced with the heart of flesh. He changes our hearts. And he begins to speak to us. He begins to comfort us. He begins to fellowship with us. He begins to give us consolation. He talks about the consolation of the spirit. The consolation of the spirit. The comfort. The encouragement. So do you receive fellowship? Do you receive comfort? Do you receive encouragement? Do you receive love from the Spirit of God? Do you receive all these things from Him? This is a sign. This is the inner sign of your new birth. Inner sign that you are born again. Ezekiel chapter 11 verse 19. Ezekiel 11 verse 19. Very quickly. Oh, thank you, Father. Inner signs. Inner signs. Ah. Having a new life in Christ Jesus. Ezekiel 11 verse 19 I pray in the name of Jesus it says and I will give them singleness of heart and put a new spirit within them I will take away their hearts of stone and give them a tender heart <laughs> soft heart compassionate a soft heart the sign that you are born again is like you have what a soft heart and God knows that continually sometimes your heart can become hardened by issues of life difficulties so he has put the spirit of god there to keep making it what softer you are hurt you don't want to trust again but you find yourself trusting again yeah 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 it's the holy spirit he's doing it hallelujah your heart as a christian must stay what soft tell somebody have a soft heart have a compassionate heart sympathetic sympathetic heart hallelujah if your heart is hardened and your heart is hard, maybe probably it is the sign. Maybe you are not a Christian. Maybe you are not. Hallelujah. A soft heart, compassionate, that loves God and loves people. A compassionate heart that comes from the Holy Spirit. That comes from God himself. Amen. Colossians chapter 1 verse 8. Colossians 1 verse 8. 
Thank you, Father. Colossians 1 verse 8. He says he has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of what? Power and of what? Love and of a sound mind. Giving us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. That is what he has given us. Amen. Colossians 1 verse 8. Colossians 1 verse 8. Hallelujah. He was talking about the church here in Colossus and he was saying he is the one who told us about the great love the great love for others that the Holy Spirit has given you great love for who great love for who for others God has given you great love not for yourself not for yourself oh. this is the sign oh. it's the love for who for others when you wake up and you are always thinking of just me and me and me and me alone you have to start questioning yourself. Am I really born again? Am I really born again? Hallelujah. Love for who? For others. Because the Holy Spirit keeps giving you compassion. He keeps giving you encouragement. He keeps giving you comfort through the hard things and the difficult situations you are going through. Hallelujah. The love, the love of God. He says the Spirit of God has shed that His love abroad our hearts. Romans chapter 5 verse 8. He has shed his love abroad our hearts. And that is the sign. That's the inner sign. You have love from God. The love of God is the God kind of love. Hallelujah. Not your own type of love. The, the God kind of love. The God kind of love. It is what he has given to you. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. 1 Corinthians 13. Oh, thank you. May you have the love of God. May I also have the life of God. The love of God. Hallelujah. Verse 4. Thank you, Father. Love is patient and kind. Verse 4. Are you there? It's patient and kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. He's talking about the love. This, he's talking about God kind of love, or not what God gives. He doesn't envy. He doesn't boast. He's not proud. He's not rude. He's not self-seeking. He's not easily angered. Hallelujah. He keeps no record of wrongs. No record of wrong. Some say me, I have a hot temper. My temper is very hot, we, we are from hot-tempered. Don't touch us. Go and ask for my family. Which family are you from? Say, ah, we are family. We are very hot-tempered. That's where I come from. No, no, no. Which family are you part of? I say, which family are you part of? The God kind of family. It says the God kind of family, they are not easily angered. Easily angered. Oh, I pray for all those who say, I lose my temper quickly. Father, help us in the name of Jesus. You don't lose your temper quickly in the name of Jesus. No, 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 no. Tell somebody, it is very hard to get me angry. Very, very hard. Very hard to get. You say, just try. You can try. You can just try. 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 It's very hard. Very, very hard to get me angry. No, no, no. Very, very hard. I don't easily get angry. Hallelujah. It's very, very hard to get me angry. Amen. 
and all records of wrong you remember what the person did when the person came to the house you remember it's been three years ago you remember it's been it's been four years ago you remember you have all the record you say i have all your v in my hands like this you just start i'll tell you everything it is not is not the kind of love hallelujah love does not delight in evil rejoices with the truth it always protects always protects always trust always hopes always perseveres love never fails love never fails that is why i tell you anything you build with love will never fail yeah love is the way it doesn't fail build your relationship with love it will not fail not not this selfish one or not what i'm going to get no no not this one it's not self-seeking it's not self-seeking hallelujah yeah the next one it says but love the first but where there's prophecy where there is um whatever it will cease. it will cease where there's tongue it will be stilled and where there's knowledge it will pass away for we know in parts and prophesy in parts but when perfection comes the imperfect disappears when i was a child i talked like a child and all that love 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 verse 13 and now these three things remain faith hope and love love does not seek its own way hallelujah it's not self-seeking love does not insist on its own way me i want it to be done this way and if it's not done this way i don't i don't mind i will not some of us if it's not done this way you are there but you're not there okay i'm i'm there you say you don't want to do it this way no okay but you are out of it but you are there they are out love does not seek its own way you know brothers and sisters if we learn these things and work with them and work with the kind of love that is inside of us and be true to what is inside of us we will not have many problems i'm telling you most of our problems will be solved most of our relational problems our jobs whatever it will be solved hallelujah amen this is the first effect of this love it's it's our relationship with each other the next effect of this love i want us to, to look at it in john chapter 21 john 21 the next effect of this love this kind of love father we thank you it is the love the effect the next effect is the love that cares about others cares about others and feeds the church feeds the sheep of god jesus came to peter i think we read this on wednesday verse 17 the third time he said to him simon son of john do you love me peter was hurt because jesus asked him the third time do you love me he said lord you know all things you know that i love you hallelujah jesus said feed my sheep i tell you the truth when you are when you are when you were younger you were dressed you, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted but when you are old you will stretch out your hands and somebody someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go hallelujah amen 
The first thing this love does is that it makes you feed others. Take care of others. Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. Are you feeding somebody? Are you taking care of somebody spiritually? Are you taking care of somebody physically? Are you feeding somebody? Feed if you love me. If you have this love inside of me, instead of you, do you will feed somebody. Feed somebody. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, feed somebody. Feed somebody. Feed somebody. We all called to feed somebody. We are all called. Not just the pastor or some, a few people. Or the ministers or whatever. No, no, no. We are all called to feed somebody. But the thing I want to dwell on is here. It says, when you were young, you dressed yourself and you went where you wanted. <laughs> when you were young, you dressed yourself and you went where you wanted. When you be old, I get in it. When you are matured, what do you do? You stretch out your hands and somebody will what? Will dress you. And they would lead you to where? Where you don't want to go. Hey! Somebody will lead you to where you don't want to go. This is very deep. When you are matured, they will dress you and lead you to where you don't want to go. When you are matured, they will dress you. They will put on what they want on you. <laughs> you, you will not be able to be choosing what you want. No. You can't choose what you want. He said, you don't choose. They will choose for you and they will lead you to where you don't want to go. This is maturity. This is growth in the things of God. Now, when you are growing in love and growing in the things of God, you are so humble like a child. You are so humble that they can dress you and take you to where you don't want to go. Hmm. Ah, Father, help us. Let's watch. See what this. See what this will do. The verse nineteen. It says, "Jesus said this to indicate. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. The kind of death. Listen, oh, the kind of death by which Peter will what? Glorify God. Your life." The life that will bring glory to God. That will glorify God. Oh, no. No. He says what? Somebody will take you and lead you to where you don't want to go. They will dress you and then lead you to where you don't want to go. And that place you don't want to go, that is where you glorify God. Do you know that many of us, the things that will glorify God, we don't want it. You don't want it. No, you don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. Because if you are left by yourself, you will not do it. You will not go. You will not dress that way. You will not. You will not. <laughs> but, but you become so much like a child that you allow them to place it on you. And you know, God knows that if you have to do it by yourself, you will not. 
but there's a love that compels you. I wonder the love that compelled these disciples to be so humble that they placed things on them and they dressed them and took them to the place where they would crucify them. And they still went. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What is it that you know you would have to go through to glorify God? What is it you know you have to do in order to bring glory to God? For your life to bring glory to God, you will have to go through things that you would not want to go through by yourself. No. You will not. And many of us are afraid. We are afraid. Oh yeah. The Lord was telling me this morning, many of us are afraid. We are afraid. We are afraid to go through the things we have to go through. That is why you don't want to be a pastor because you can already see. You can see. God has called you, but you can see. You just know. If I have to go through all these things, hey, ah, I will not. I will not. Hallelujah. Some of us are afraid of marriage because, you know, you are, you are afraid to suffer. You, you know, we, are, we don't really fear. I don't know. Fear. We, we don't really fear. We, don't, we are not afraid. But what we are afraid of is suffering. We are afraid of suffering. Yeah. That is why you have all the discussions you're having. Me, I want this kind of guy because in your, at the back of your mind, you are afraid. What has happened to your mother, you don't want it to happen to you. The poverty you went through, you don't want to go through again. No, no, no. So you have made up your mind that this forward ever. No here because I'm going here. Forward ever. We are not going back. Straight. Yeah, straight. We look for the best courses. We, because you've made up your mind, I am not going to suffer. I'm not going to suffer. No. But you see, sometimes the things that will bring glory to God, they are the things that you will not want to do. They are the things that somebody will have to do you. <laughs> and they are the places where you will not want to go. You will not want to go. I realize everything is suffering. I realize that. Yeah. When I started to exercise a little bit, I'm like, hey, and I respect those, those who do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's suffering. The difference between where you are and where you want to be is what? Pain, pain, pain. And you are afraid of the pain. You are afraid of the pain and you don't want it. You're afraid of it. You're afraid of the pain. <laughs> You're afraid. That's why God has given women enough love for children. Because if not, I'm telling you, the pain they go through to get a child, hey, if not, <laughs> sometimes after the first child, they're like, never again. Later, when they see the child again, I want another one. <laughs> yeah, it changes. It's, um, it's very amazing. It changes. It is love that compels you to go through such suffering. So, God is saying, if you love me, just say, if you really love me, you will handle me by some things that you will not want, you will not want. But when you are fully matured in this love, when this love has fully matured inside of you, ah, you will do it. I can see you doing some hard things. Some things that you were afraid of. Hallelujah. The most, the most dangerous person, the most dangerous person is somebody who is not afraid to suffer. I said the most dangerous person is the one who is not what? Afraid to suffer. It's not afraid. Very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. 
God is looking for people who will glorify him no matter what. Are you part of those who glorify God no matter what? Out of the love that is inside of you, you glorify him. If it means not eating, if it means being in want, if it means whatever, if this is the kind that you want it to be that I glorify you, if this is what you call to be glorified, I will do it. I will do it. How many are here like that? How many are here like that? How many here will glorify you, Father? We will glorify you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You not want it. No. I pray that whatever God is calling you for, that you know that you know that you know that you don't want. I pray that the love of God will make manifest in your life. Hallelujah. That you find yourself doing it. You find yourself doing it. Find yourself doing it. Find yourself doing it. Oh yeah, that is why Peter encouraged women. Let's let's look at it. First Peter chapter three. First Peter, women. Am I woman here? Yeah. Are we here? Yeah. Please let's look at it. First Peter chapter three. Hallelujah. Hmm. Are you there? First Peter chapter 3. Thank you, Father. Verse 5. Women, are you here? Are you listening? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to suffer. I said, don't be afraid. Ah, Kabasho. Holy Ghost, help us. Don't be afraid. Hallelujah. Let that love make you not afraid. Amen. Are you there? For this is the way the holy women of the past, who put their hope in God, used to what? Used to what? To make themselves pretty. Make themselves beautiful. They were? They were what? They were what? They were what? Ah, do I have some women in the house here? Are some women listening to me? Hey, they were what? Submissive. They were submissive. Oh, with a smile. Submissive with a smile. What does submissive mean? Submissive mean? To be submissive. Huh? Submission it's a voluntary thing. It's like, I want to go here, but because of my husband, I'll go here. That is submission. I said, I want to go where? This way. You don't wake up in the morning and take your car and you are gone. No. Because you have a car. That's why you want to have a car, so that you can ride. You can ride. You can ride. The husband will be looking for you. Where are you? Oh, I'm on the street. I'm on, I'm, I'm shopping. I'm here. I'm there. No, no, no. That is not submission. If that's what you are dreaming, it is not so. Submissiveness. I want to go here, but because of my husband, I go where? I go here. He's going there, so I'm going there. That's submission. 
be submissive to who? To your husbands. Don't say I didn't say it all. I said it. Like who? Like Sarah. Who obeyed Abraham and called her, called him her master. I'm, with, I'm going to see. I'll come into your houses and see the name. What, what names have you given to him? Hey, Bobby Joe, come here, Bobby Joe. Hey, bra, bra, uh, 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 this thing. No, 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 no. Even the way you talk to the person is important. And the name you call the person. <laughs> Joby, Joby. When you were dating, you used to call Joby Sister B. So now Joby. No. He's your husband. You call him what? Ogabos. <laughs> something. Find something that is appropriate. You are her daughters. You are her daughters. You are her what? You are. How many are daughters here? How many are daughters of Sarah? How many are daughters of Sarah? Yeah. You are her daughters. If you what? Huh? What does, what does the Bible say? If you do what is what? Right. And do not give in to fear. That is the issue. It is fear that will make you unsubmissive. Because you are afraid. You are afraid. If I submit to him, what will happen to me? Will I be a punching bag? If I submit to him, what will happen? Fear. 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 Fear has held us. We are afraid. So, he says, Peter, when you will grow and mature in this love, oh, you will not be afraid. You will go, you will submit nicely to where you have to go. Some of us are supposed to submit in some marriages. Ah. It's glorify God. Your suffering, that's what? Your dying glorifies God. I say your dying word glorifies God. Hallelujah. I don't know. But sometimes it's not sweet. <laughs> yeah. But it is very, it's very true. And because it's true, it's very sweet. Let me finish off with first, Second Corinthians chapter 5. Somebody will say, and he didn't talk to the men too. He didn't talk to the men. <laughs> Another time, we'll deal with the men. Hallelujah. First, Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14. I love this verse. For Christ loved us, word compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all all died hallelujah and he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died for them and was raised to life amen hallelujah hallelujah how many of us are going to follow god we are going to follow him because we love him even if it doesn't make sense to you even if it's difficult, even if it feels like you are going to die, whatever it is, oh, may the love of God be so strong that we, 
we glorify him. That's all. Hallelujah. That is all we want. It's just to glorify him. May, may that encouragement in your spirit be so strong that you want to glorify him. Shall we pray? Let's, let's ask the Lord to help us. Let's ask the Lord to help us. Father, this is, this is something that we cannot do by ourselves. Ask him in your, in your own way. Ask him, ask him. If you're a Christian, if you're a child of God, if you are born again, if the seed of God is in you, tell him that, Father, you know what? I want to be able to do this thing. I want to be able to live out this thing that is inside of me. This love, this tenderness, this compassion, this submissiveness that is inside of me. I want to glorify you. I want to glorify you in the name of Jesus. I want to bring glory to you, whatever it means. Whatever it means, Father, help us. May, may we mature. May we grow like you told Peter. That he will grow. He will mature in this love. Up to the point where he will just go. He will not behave like he behaved before. No, that he will just go. Whatever it means. Father, in the name of Jesus, help us. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Help us, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We don't want to seek our own. We don't want to just seek our own interest. No. We want to look out for others. We want to feed others. The love that you give us for others. The love you give us for others. The love you give us for others. Help us, Lord Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. That love is inside of us. That tenderness, that compassionate heart, that sympathetic heart, Lord. For those who are in the wrong, for those who are even inflicting judgment on us, for those who are even uh, bringing pain on us. Begin to ask the Lord. Begin to ask the Lord. Lift up your voice, somebody. He said, this love is shared abroad our hearts, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. Begin to tell him, you start practicing the truth. You start living the truth that is inside of you. That the joy is inside of you. That peace is inside of you. Yes, tell him that you will begin to live that life. Tell him you begin to live that life in the name of Jesus. Continue to pray. Pray for your friend. Pray for those around you. Pray for those with you in the name of Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. Somebody lift up a voice. Stand on your feet and begin to pray. Stand on your feet and begin to pray. Ask him that you will not give in to fear. No, no, no. Tell him you will glorify him no matter what. In every situation. You live out this, this inner life that is inside of you. In the name of Jesus. Tell him you live out this inner life. You live out this inner life that is inside of you. In the name of Jesus. La Sandelebe Yasia. Ikapayandaliasatalyandelebe. Litaliandaliata. Masandelebe Yasia. Ikapandelebelebe Yasiata. Litaliandalababa. Begin to pray for the church. Tell him that he will baptize us again with a true message. He will baptize us again with a true love. In the name of Jesus. Begin to pray. Pray for the church. Pray for the leaders. Pray for pastors. Oh, ask him that he will baptize us, Lord. Pray for your ministers. Pray for your shepherds in the name of Jesus. Lasandelebea, Ikatalianda Yasata, 
Le panda la baya si atalian delebe. Li candele bele 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 bele. Li candele bele bele si atalian delaba. Le candele ya sotolobo. Italian dalia satalian delebe. Li candele ya satalianda. I payanda la baba 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 si atalia. Le telian dolobo ya si atalian baba. Tell him, God, I want to be more like you. I want to be more like you. I want to be more like you. In the name of Jesus, I want to be more like you, Lord. Yes, Lord. What I am in my spirit, help me to express it, Lord. Let me look like you more on the outside. Let me look more like you on the outside. Let people see me and see Christ. Let them see Christ around me. Let them see Christ in me. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Oh, Lord. I want to be more like you. Ooh. Oh Lord, I want to be more like you. Oh, I want to be a vessel you get through. Oh Lord, I want to be more like you. Listen again. Oh Lord, oh Lord. Oh yeah, I wanna be more like you. Ooh, oh yeah, oh Lord, I wanna be more like you. I wanna be a vessel. I wanna be a vessel. You were. Oh Lord, I wanna be more like you. Sing again, oh Lord. I wanna be a vessel. I wanna be a vessel you went through. Yeah. Oh Lord, I wanna be more like you. Oh yeah, I wanna be a vessel. Yeah, I wanna be a vessel you went through. Oh Lord, I wanna be more like you. This let this be your prayer. Oh, to have you, Lord, with all my heart, Lord, my heart, my heart, I worship you, I worship. Lord, every 
Oh, Father, I lift up my spirit, my soul, and my body, and Father, all those under the sound of my voice. Mm, Lord, Holy Spirit, touch our lives, Lord Jesus. These things that is spoken of, comfort, and Lord, encouragement in our spirits. I pray in our inner man, consolation, Father, let it begin to happen. Let it begin to express itself. Lord, Holy Spirit, fellowship with you. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I pray, Lord, that the grace of God and the love of God will abound in us in the name of Jesus. May we mature in these things, Lord. May these things mature inside of us, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. May we grow in these things, Lord. That we begin to give you glory. We begin to do things that you want. Things that glorify you, not what we want. Father, I pray that we will grow. I pray that we'll grow. I pray that we'll grow. I pray that we'll grow. May we grow and mature in this life. In this love that you've given us. We thank you, Father. We bless you, Father. Father, anybody who is waiting on you for a choice, anybody who is waiting on you for something, I pray that you stretch forth your hand, you provide. I pray, Lord, that you stretch forth your hand to give wisdom. I pray that you stretch forth your hand to give direction. In the name of Jesus. Somebody is waiting on you, Father. Father, may that person hear from you this week. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I can see somebody in the midst of life and death. Somebody is sick on the bed. I send for the word of God to you right now. Rise up and walk. In the name of Jesus. Let the power of God flow through you. Let the life of God flow through you. In the name of Jesus. Anyone who is sick under the sound of my voice. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed. Let the power of God flow. Find a strength for the hand to perform signs and wonders. 
in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you adoration, Lord. If you are, if you are listening to me and you are not a child of God, you know that this life of God I'm talking about, you don't have it. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. This is my bios life. This is my life of, of animal. I want to give to receive the real life from God. I want to receive the life of God inside of me. I want to be born again in the name of Jesus. If you are searched, I want you to, I want you to lift up your hands with me. Anywhere you are watching, anywhere you are, say, Pastor, I want to do this. Yes, yes, yes. God has been speaking to you all this while. He's been telling you that you don't need to be a fake son. You don't need to be following the devil. He says, you can come and follow me. I'm calling you right now for the Lord has been speaking to you. Give your life to him in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And you want to say this prayer with me? Say, Pastor, Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to give my life to you. I believe that you died for me and for my sins. I believe that you took away my sins and you took the punishment that my sins belong, that I belong, that belong to me. I want to follow you. I believe that you resurrected from the dead for me, that you came to life for me so that I may also come to life and may live a new life with you. That the life I'm now about to live, this new life I'm entering into is not my own life. This is the life of God that is inside of me. Paul says, for the life that I live is not my life, it is the life of God. It's Christ who is living inside of me. Thank you, Father. We bless you. Father, I pray for all those who have received you as their Lord and their Savior. We snatch them out of the hands of the devil. In the name of Jesus, we break every curse. We break every bondage of the enemy. Any chain that holds you in sin and in bondage, yes, be released now. In the name of Jesus. Devil, they are no more yours. They belong to Christ Jesus. They've been translated from the kingdom of darkness and placed in the wonderful light of the sun. We thank you and we bless you, Father. We bless your name in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And Father, make us more examples of you. I pray that anywhere we go, may they see Christians. May they see Christ-like. May they see people who are like us. May they see those that are called out. May they see the church. Those that are called out. We bless you, Father. We thank you. Lord, we want to remember that day that you gave your life for us. If you have your communion, just lift it up with me. Or the minister shepherds could lift up your communion. And that day that Jesus died on the cross, the Bible says that he took the bread and he broke it. And says, this is my body. Broken for you. He meant his body was going to be shred. His body was going to be torn apart. Bible says that he was beyond human figure. We couldn't recognize him again. Bible says at the end of supper he took the cup. He says this is the blood of the covenant that is poured out for you. And he says do this take and drink do this in remembrance of me. All the ministers come can pour the, the, the wine. Thank you, Father. Whether you have a juice or wine, whatever. It's the blood. Father, we pray that you sanctify this. May this be your body. May this be your blood. In the name of Jesus. Father, as it penetrates into us, 
may we be reminded once more that your life entered into us. Your life entered into us. And Father, I pray that all that your life entered to do, let it begin to manifest. Let it begin to manifest inside of us. In the name of Jesus. We thank you for the cross. Can never forget the price you paid to deliver us and to set us free. May your name be praised forevermore. Amen. So go ahead and eat this. Eat this in faith. Eat this in faith right now. Eat this in faith. Eat this in faith in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It's this in faith. It's this in faith. Thank you for the price you paid. Bearing all my sin and shame. In love you came and gave amazing Jesus. Lord, we just lift up all the places where we are meeting before you. We ask the Lord that you sanctify such places. Father, protect your people in the name of Jesus. And cause these places, cause this neighborhood to be a blessing. May they know that because of our presence there, they are blessed. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and we bless you. We give you all the glory. We believe you have been blessed by today's message. 
Connect with Pastor Elliot Lamte on our Facebook page, Family of Champions International Ministries, and join our service live each and every Sunday on Facebook. Now we commit you to God and the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Stay blessed.